Well, Megan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And the business you you have is the County Seat Barbers, right? Correct. All right. So where did the name come from? Um, actually, we uh, I was called the Barber Bar first. Yeah. And um, I decided I didn't, you know, want to keep that name anymore. I wanted to create my brand because that was never part of my brand, right? Right. So uh, when the county seat came, uh, I just kind of thought about what I wanted people to feel inside the shop, right? To be part of a community. And Angleton is county seat, right? So I am very fortunate to have investors. And we all just uh, were talking one day. We were all in the parking lot while the building was being built and trying to come up with a name and finding a domain for a website and all this, which we don't have a website. It's been like a year and a half and we still don't have a website. <laughs> oh, no. But um, we purchased one right there on the spot when we came up with the name, the County Seat Barbers. And um, it gets me goosebumps still talking about it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I wanted it to have a sense of community. Um, but And I also want to branch out. I want it to be something kind of big. So uh, it covers a wide area. So the county seat just, it's kind of ballsy, but you know. I get that vibe from your Instagram. It's almost, uh, talk about the, the interior design, because it almost looks like kind of like a little bar in there almost. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is that? Okay. What's so the style called? The style? Yeah. Um, the Smith style. Smith style. Yeah, it, uh, it comes back. It reminds me a lot of my dad. Um, my dad is my biggest influence in my entire life. So, um, fun fact. Okay. I do a lot of fun facts. I'm probably going to say this like 10 times during this podcast. We'll We're put just, it on the screen. We're taking notes. Fun fact number two. Okay. It's fun fact Friday with Megan. Um, so, uh, fun fact though. Um, my, I'm going to give you a little history of me, right? So, um, or history of my dad. So my dad, um, when he met my mom, over 30 years ago everything he owned was in the back of his truck and um i saw everything that it took to work really hard for the things that you want in life to be able to provide for your family right so um i always looked up to him we watched a lot of westerns together so there's definitely a lot of western vibes in there um but my dad was born in the 40s so my dad is is older he's wow yeah he's, 70, he's a man's he's man he's 72 yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's a man. That is yeah. 100%. That's he's when men were men. Exactly, yeah. when men were men. And um, he has all those morals and values of, of being brought up in the 40s, right? He was um, very poor as a kid, but he's always worked really, really hard. He has incredible work ethic. and um, But my whole life, you know what he cut his hair with? A floby. What is Have that? you all heard of a floby? Did you think we knew what that meant? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, so a float. No, not you over there looking. Yeah, I haven't, see, I haven't seen a, a thing. So I haven't a seen scissors is in a while. So a floby is an attachment that goes onto the end of a um, shop vac, and you can get it in like different size increments, right? And it sucks up your hair and it cuts it. So he's never gotten a professional haircut my entire life. Whoa. So he, this whole time he's worked so hard for everything that he provided us. My mom was this great, fantastic stay at home mom. She, you know, made sure that the house was always clean. Dinner was always prepared. You know, she was like the ideal stay at home mom. Right. Yeah. And, um, and my dad, he all worked all the way to be up to an engineer. And, um, he dropped out of high school when he was 15 because that's what you did back then, you yep. know, to provide for your family. You either work or you go to school. So um, he worked so hard and he just never gave back to himself. You know what I mean? He never gave back to 
you know, treating himself to anything. It was just always about us, right? So I wanted a, um, I was very, I'm not from here. Okay. Um, where are you from? Yeah, where are you from? I'm from Columbus. Um, Ohio? Actually, I was born in the woodlands, but uh, no, not Ohio. Oh. Uh, it's in <laughs> that's between. The, that's the only that's, thing I know. That's like the halfway point to Austin. Yes. Yeah. Bingo. Halfway point. Why? Where Everything. 71 meets I-10. Okay. Everything is Austin. Is Everything is Austin and Dripping Springs. That's like. Hey, can you pick up your mic? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, Bring it like right to your mouth, like where it is oh, for us. Yeah. And hear oh, the difference. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Sounds good. I just want the audio version to sound really <clears throat> crisp. You got a nice voice. Thank yeah. You. you should read, uh, I don't know, bedtime stories or something. <gasps> you, oh I my need gosh. a side hustle as well. Yeah. <laughs> you got that, um, you know, that, 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 that uh, business or that little hustle that some people have mm. that they, what is it called where they read, but they put people to sleep. Oh yeah. What is that? I actually, I listen to those every night. Uh, I, it's, oh, there's ASMR? different apps. I don't know what it, it is, but the one I listen to is, is, um, called calm. Mm. Oh yeah. And okay. they just read you like a bedtime story or yeah. Like, yeah. They just talk and it's like a soothing voice. She has. You have, a, you. You have a soothing voice. <laughs> Thank you. When I retire, I will keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, I just, um, you know, I, I I was very inspired by Brazoria County and the plants and everything. And there's so many men down here and there's nowhere for them to go. Right. Like for, I mean, there's places for them to go. Obviously there's very great places, but there's nowhere where they can go to give back to themselves. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where women go, we pay $150 to get our eyelashes done and it takes an hour and a half. You know what I mean? And, and I, it's a great nap, but it's a very expensive <laughs> nap. Right. So, I wanted to create something where these hardworking men can give back to themselves. They can be part of a community where they know people. You have that barbershop atmosphere where it's like, oh, hey, Mike, I haven't seen you in a while. You know, just kind of yeah. have that that dialogue and that connection, right? But at the same time, you're there to take care of yourself, to give back to yourself, to give back to your hygiene, to feel better. And that way, when they walk out of the door, they're walking out the door taller, refreshed, and just be able to give back more because they're feeling their best self. So. That's you, really cool. Yeah. So you um you do beards and haircuts um for yeah. is it only men or women allowed to? So actually fun yeah. fact. <laughs> um, number two. Um so fun fact, um all the women who are in our shop are we're all barbers, right? But so we are, um, we attract a lot of women because we are female barbers and hairstyles are changing a lot with women. I personally, I, I think when I cut your hair, my hair was very short. Yeah. Very, very short. It was. So um, I had, you know, it, it style is changing and women are getting shorter haircuts and more barber style cuts, right? Right. Not that a cosmetologist can't do their haircut, but we just have a lot of experience with clippers. So they feel more comfortable hanging out with women, right? Who would do this for a living. And plus, you know, the vibes that we give off and everything. So yeah, we do women's haircuts as well. Now we don't give the salon experience. You know, we're not going to blow dry you out or, or do color or anything like that. But we definitely, um, we welcome anybody who wants to come in. It's just our vibe is our vibe. You know, you're not going to get the same salon experience that you would get at a, at Urban Eve or something like that. Something, you know, to that scale. Right. So you, um, you cut 
you, you won't traditionally cut long hair. I guess is what we're getting at. You'll cut like shorter hair, but if someone comes in and needs a, like a, a trim on like maybe your length hair, would you still do that or? Yeah, I mean, I would give the same spiel that yeah. I just gave to you. It's like, hey, we'll be happy to help you out, you know, um, but also people can't really just walk in. I'm very, that's a blessing to be able to say, but like you can't just walk in. You kind of got to have an appointment because we book up really fast, right? Yeah. Um, but we lop off time. So if you're coming in for a beard trim, there's a specific amount of time that we're dedicating to you and we're not going outside of that time. Like that time is for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we are a lot, we have so many times throughout the day that's just already dedicated to other people. So if someone walks in, you know, typically we hand them a card and we just explain to them like, Hey, we'll be happy to have you, but this is what we offer. If you're about it, we will make you an appointment. If you're not about it, I have great recommendations down the street. So. And you have a, a great reputation. Um, I heard about you at work. Um, there was, you used to work at, I think it's called Amen. Uh, Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's called Amen. Yeah, so that was in Lake Jackson. And I heard a bunch of people, a bunch of buzz going around about this 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 girl that cut beards and had did good haircuts. And uh, I was like, who is it? And then I later found out um, that you uh, had, had uh, married my my uh, cousin. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that, what, a sm- what a small world. <laughs> and... Um, it, it doesn't only start in like Jackson, but I actually went to the boardroom in um, Clear Lake. Yeah, I taught a lot of classes at boardroom. It's pretty cool. There was someone there, and I would mentioned your name, and they're like, oh, my gosh, she's like, she's huge. And what? I was like, who, who is this girl that's uh, that's taken <laughs> over like Jackson and now in Angleton? Wow. So, in Brazoria County. In Brazoria <laughs> County. Oh, so I'm sorry. Yeah. No, Fun no, fact. No, the greater cool. Houston I'm area. Just, I'm just speaking in a into existence you know yeah um yeah so uh the boardroom you brought that up man so um the boardroom is is definitely inspiration as far as their theme like they have a cool theme going on in there and um i worked at somewhere very similar to that called roosters in pearland it's how uh, like i started my life over in pearland like i i'm one of those that's like I'm going to leave all this behind me and I'm going to go over here now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I started over in, at Roosters and uh, I worked for sport clubs for like a long time. <laughs> 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 like probably um, seven, eight years. So I, I started out at sport clubs. I talk a lot and I talk in circles. Probably should start from the beginning, but. <laughs> oh, good. well, it's good. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so sport, it, that's where I first learned that a men's haircut doesn't have to be an in and out process, you know, like slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Get back to the detail. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say from yeah. your post. It doesn't, it seems very personable. I, I went and got my, my son's haircut uh-huh. at, at a, at a local place here in Angleton. And it yeah. felt very much like a, just a number, like just, right. all right. Yep. All right. Let me get him real quick. And it doesn't, I, I haven't been to your shop yet, but from looking at the, the post, yeah. it, I, I don't get that vibe no. from your post. It's very personal. Yes. You talking about you, you have the set amount of time, um, mm-hmm. for each client, even kids, I, they have, you know, we, we dedicate 30 minutes to each kid. So that's, that's awesome. But at, at the same time, um, community is is what i wanted to represent right and you can't get to know someone if you're just rushing them in and out of the door but 
those places, there's clientele that, you know, there's people who come in that just like, I could give a shit less if you take, you know, I just want a haircut, man. Like, I I don't, you know, they're (laughs) like, I don't want the neck massage. I don't want the shave. I don't want, you know, I just want my haircut. And I'm like, okay, great. But we, I know you don't want those things because you haven't had them. But once you have them, you're going to want them. (laughs) So, So uh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. I just rambled. Well, what's, the, I guess I'm a client. I'm walking in for the folks okay. that don't know, yeah. walk through the process. What's, what's the, from start to finish? Like, Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> That's she, a good hey, start. You have an appointment she, or are you just out, walking in? She pulls out the clippers and she's like, yeah. there you go. Yeah. She <laughs> no, probably no, has no. them on hand. She's yeah. like, Hey, how are you doing? Are you walking in or are you just having an appointment? Okay. Um, so no, uh, so the whole process, um, if you if you sign up for a service, if you just get a haircut, right? So you're gonna get um, a good consultation. That's very important, right? Make sure you and your barber are on the same page, and then uh, you get the the haircut. Um, you get a neck massage, a straight razor on the back of the neck, a shampoo, style, um, all the things, right? Um, a, just a thorough process from beginning to end. Yeah, uh, but we also offer facials, so that's another thing too. Really? Uh, yeah. Facials. No, it's not like. Are you good? <laughs> not used to all these tech. There's a lot of stuff in the way. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Right, I'm used to a big open space. Um, so, um, the facials. The facials. It's not like you go to a spa, and you know, it's not like that. That's all I see. So help me figure out a, a, a so, man, a man facial. Okay, um, I'm not gonna make eye contact with y'all right now because I'm I'm a robot, so I'm gonna go in robot mode. Okay. Right. So a haircut is a haircut, um, neck massage, straight razor on the back of the neck, and a shampoo. A um, step up from that is going to be a haircut and beard trim. You're going to get all that plus a beard trim. And then you get a full service, which is a ha- the whole package of a haircut. Then you get a beard trim, a beard wash, a hot towel, a, be- a beard um, conditioning treatment, another hot towel. So you get two shave it- shaves in between each one. And um, you, so you get a shave with a grain and against the grain, a cold towel and aftershave. And then you get the full experience is after that. That comes with the facial. So um, you get two extra hot towels and a three-step facial, a cleanser, an exfoliator, and a moisturizer. Wow. Jeez. That's yeah. That's a lot. It's an hour. Is it an hour? Yeah. Yeah, I can see it going an hour. It's an hour. I had, I think I had the the second one because I wanted, I, I heard about this beard stuff and it was a process, man. I think you put a hot towel on my beard to like loosen mm-hmm. up my hairs. And then uh, what else, what else did you do on it? It was like, it's a lot. Yeah. I, I think about it. It feels like a lot because men don't get this done, right? Yeah. And then they become spoiled. <laughs> so um, I know uh, we do a really good beard wash because your beard gets exposed to everything that you get exposed to. So if you're working outside, it's getting exposed to all that dirt and the climate and the humidity and, you know, birds and, you know, what I, <laughs> birds. <laughs> you'd be surprised like what I find in beards, right? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be surprised what I find. Yeah, I you should keep a little jar of everything you find. But <laughs> <laughs> just throw some things in there that like sometimes uh, i don't even tell them i find something oh no uh, no it's just like crumbs i'm just yeah. throwing out random things so um you know it, your bird gets exposed to everything that you do but it's kind of like peeling an onion you know you got to get that outer shell off to rejuvenate right so um just cleansing it really well 
doing a hot towel, things like that. You know, it's simple, but because your beard's curly, right? Mm -hmm. A lot gets tucked up in there because you have cowlicks that grow in every which direction. So it helps us pull it out. Mm -hmm. So that way we can make sure that we don't miss anything. You don't have like some random long hair. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm saying out to here because your beard's so long, man. Yeah, my beard, my beard's curly underneath. It's I feel impressive. like you know more about this thing than I do, just glancing at yeah, it. Yeah, I make I'm a little intimidating. I don't make eye contact, so I'm just <laughs> trying to like not overanalyze your I'm beard. A, right hey, now. I'm up here. I'm up here, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. Um, I don't, <laughs> That's a good one. I'm going to uh, steal yeah, that Yeah, I'm up here. I should get a shirt made, probably. Yeah, but yeah. um, it comes off like you're uh, like the shop's more of a a beard shop because if you look at there's all these amazing beard cuts that I I I I wanted you to come on so I, um, sometimes he wants people to come on and I'll have to do research for that and he'll do research on you or the people I want it, research means stalking Facebook yeah or, that's what it is nowadays unless <laughs> yeah. you have a website which you do but I do it every don't day. use it right if I if I have a client on my books I've never had before I'll yeah. definitely look them up first you, you have to stalk so I showed I showed him a lot of. Uh, good pictures some of these guys have huge beards i like what you did with arnold's uh, my uncle yeah he had a curly mustache and He's he has so like these cute. nice curls he almost looks like uh now his curls are so unique are those they natural are those are natural wow. yeah oh, look at guy We'll need to we'll put a picture up on that, but he he has a really uh, a really good look and uh, yeah. you did good with him but it comes off like a beard shop but then didn't you start it to be just like a barber shop more more haircuts um no, so um, I kind of, I think it was time, time is an illusion. Um, <laughs> so when I was in Pearland, after Roosters, I started in my own like little suite, right? I had my own room to myself and um, ABC 13 actually did a like a little segment about beards in there. There's actually a local um, person who, who makes beard oils and um, they found out about me through him and so we kind of like did this segment together and it was on ABC 13, wow. right? So, wow. yeah. And then they're like, oh my gosh, there's people who actually do beards. And then it just word of mouth is the best compliment and the best advertising. And it just kind of went from there. So I think I kind of built that reputation for beards, right? Because there really wasn't anything um, local that offered things that, you know, there's definitely barbers that do it, but when it's kind of in front of someone's face or you have that word of mouth that's running around a small community like ours that um it kind of others attract alike right so if one person goes there it just kind of becomes the theme plus that's like with this whole covid thing there's a lot of people that were not doing beards and we never took that off the table so yeah because you have because you have to have a mask when you cut and um right well Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to I went to my salon and uh, it was weird because everybody had masks and I was like mm-hmm. I can't really wear one because you're cutting where the mask would be. So, uh, right. But yeah, whatever with that. Uh, you know, um, while we're on this subject, right? I I got asked by our marketing people. I'm gonna put a plug in. Marketing <laughs> design team is who I use. Um, <laughs> hello. So, hello. Um, they're a local business as well. They're fantastic. So, um, they. Uh, they asked about the whole mass situation. This is real life, right? People, everyone avoids this conversation. I can, um, I think we all can agree that none of us have been through a pandemic before. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. Respect each other. If you want to wear a mask, great. If you don't want to wear a mask, whatever. Yep. Definitely. Right. 
So it does make my job easier if you don't wear one, but at the same time, hey man, you I'm just honored to have you here being part of my business because I was shut down for two months. Yeah. And I appreciate you and I'll do whatever you want. That's, so. that's a great outlook. And I think that I wish we could all have that mindset of yeah. we're all just well, our own person, our own feelings, our own beliefs. Podcast, maybe it'll inspire people to not be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe so. Right. I doubt it though. <laughs> it's, it's good that you weren't in like California because I think you would still be shut down right now. No, um, they're, yeah, no, they're open now. They just, they're how, how long now. ago do they start? Um, it was probably about a month ago or so. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm. No, no, for I sure. But for yeah, sure, yeah. It, they, but they were shut down a lot longer. It's, it's kind of nice to be in Texas as having a, like a salon or a barbershop. Absolutely. It's 100% nice to be in Texas. But at, at the same time, you know, whether you're in California or you're in Texas, we're all in this together. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. And, and we're just trying to figure it out and do the best we can. Just be a good human. So. How did, how did COVID impact your business? I mean, you said you were shut down for two months. Yeah. Did it get sketchy there for a minute? Were you worried that you were going to lose um, your business? Did I shit my pants? Almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was one of those things that um, you have to adjust. Right. Right. Life is going to happen. You have to just remain neutral. Panicking does nothing. Does nothing but make it worse. Mm -hmm. Right. So I... Um, was in a dark spot comparing myself to all these other businesses in town and, and what they were doing and all this and that. And, and it's just like, hold on, what feels right to me? You know, like what, what, what am I, what can I do in my business to make me feel good? Right. So we closed down two weeks before lockdown. Um, we thought it was two weeks to slow the spread, right? right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Flatten the know, curve. It was the longest two weeks of my life. Yeah. Biggest curve <laughs> ever. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I thought I was doing the right thing. And I think we all, we all thought we were doing the right thing. And um, it was a scary situation because we didn't know what we were facing. We didn't know if we were going to come back. There was a point where I thought, this is it. I worked my entire life for this. Mm. I got to live it for four months. And... I got to open my shop and live my dream for four months and now it's just all being taken away from me. And that was not the case. Um, we were very fortunate. Again, the chamber and market design team came together for local businesses and they were, but they put together um, like a business card that you could purchase online to prepay for your appointments in the future. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I have goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> it was so amazing to see how gracious people are and how much they care. And, um, it, it, you know, it gave me hope that we were going to come back and, um, movie theaters opened before us. I'm still a little salty about that. <laughs> um, no pun intended with the popcorn. No. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. Two for two. Good. Don't clap for him. Don't, don't, don't build his head up too much. It was a stretch. It's it was okay a little stretch. That yours will come soon. Okay. okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get wait. a funny one. He hears that a lot. Track. It's 23 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, uh, you know, it was, we came back. I had no idea what to do when we came back. Um, we were very strict when we came back. You had to wait in your car before it was your time for your appointment. We went by strictly only appointment. Like you can even walk in our building without having an appointment. Um, 
we our fingers our our knuckles bled because we sanitized so much oh man like it was just you know it was because you're touching people and you're kind of scared and you don't know what to do and like you feel like no matter what you're doing isn't going to be enough right and then you have an awakening moment where you're like hey i out of the 1500 hours i went to school to get my license like 700 over it was over sanitation for reasons of hiv and hep c and like all these scary things right i'm pretty confident that i'm a clean barber i'm pretty confident that i am 100 percent in control of my environment and i'm just going to make people feel as safe as possible i'm going to let them lead and show me what can I do to make them feel comfortable? And I'm just going to adjust as each person comes in the building. That's it. It's all you can do. Because at the end of the day, again, this is all of our first pandemic. Yeah. Do the best you can do, you know? At the end of the day, that's all you can do any day, pandemic or not. So That's a really good answer. I like that. And I forgot Thanks. about, um, you know, you probably do go through sanitation things through uh, through bar- barber school. Um I want to talk more about um, you went from Amen mm-hmm. <laughs> to get your uh, to get your own shop, and uh, you did talk about your investors, but yeah. that whole story go, kind of go into that story a little bit. I saw like your growth and like you were, um, you know, the buildup of the shop, and then uh, you would post like oh, we're getting closer, we're getting closer. You got the chairs in, you it got was a all year the and fixtures. Half of getting closer. <laughs> yeah, well, I liked watching it because uh, everything in there it looks looks great. I Thank think you it has to be your dream place. Like, it's not like, it's not a stepping stone. It's like, it's like, of course, maybe, maybe, I don't even know, it could be bigger, but that's, it seems like the best thing you could have got. I wouldn't imagine it any different than how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially even with the people that I put in it, whether it's clientele or the people who, who work there. Right. Yeah. Like it, I couldn't imagine it any better. That's great. Now that is kind of a challenge in itself because you can get comfortable in that. Um, so I'm always looking for opportunity to improve. Mm. Um, but as far as the space goes, exactly what I imagined for sure. And I'm very fortunate, um, to have the investors I had. So I started at Amen. Um, God time, man, I can't tell you timelines. So, (laughs) um, so I started at Amen. I rented out a chair from there. I went from that room in Pearland to Amen. Now that room in Pearland was a hundred square feet. It was as big as the bathroom that I have now in wow. my shop. And, um, it was $1,300 a month. Wow. Yeah, man. man. I was ballsy getting that. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea how much, uh, spots cost. So like uh-huh. what's a normal spot cost? I have no idea either, man. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> come on, dude, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was, uh, it was a nice place. It was. It's called Blue Lion. Um, it's a. It's right by Buffalo Wild Wings in Pearland, but it's like upstairs. There's 47 rooms up there. What? Yes, and you have to have a license of some sort in in the beauty industry to be able to rent a room from there. It's like a pretty sweet layout that they have. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it is really cool. Um, so, but it comes with a really hefty price tag. So, it was thirteen hundred dollars a month, and I don't know. Um, there was mostly people who did like women's hair. You can make bank and women's hair, right? Oh yeah. And so paying that rent is like, oh, I'm just gonna work for a day and pay it. If it's like I ate a lot of ramen noodles, <laughs> so um, you know, and uh, 
unfortunately, you know, do you, you just make adjustments, right? I, I kind of realized, Megan, you can't afford this place anymore. Like you can, but you can't. Yeah. And um, so we moved from Pearland. I was living in Pearland. We moved from Pearland to Lake Jackson. And um, that's when I saw Amen. And it was chair rental. So I went from $1,300 to $500 a month. And I was like, oh, I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I worked every day at Amen from 8 a.m. Um, until 10 p.m. And I didn't take any lunch breaks. When you love what you do, it's easy. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so don't give me them crazy looks. Okay? okay. But when, when you love what you do, it's easy. Was it right thing to do? Probably not. I was probably severely malnourished and, you know, overworked and, but I was happy. So, you know, um, so at the, at the same point when, when I was there, um, I started looking at spots to rent at that, at that time. I, when I went there, I was like, Hey guys, so this is my plan. I'm just letting you know, like, I'm going to rent out this chair, but this is my, I was telling everyone any, if you sat in my chair, you knew my plan. (laughs) Like I was talking it to existence. Right. Um, so I was, um, saying, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be here until I get my own place. I'm going to be here until I get my own place. I'm going to be, you know, that was, and they're like, well, what's your place going to look like? And I would always talk about what I have now. Right. And, um, then a, a friend of ours, um, he came to me and was like, Hey, my parents are wanting to invest. And I think what you have going on is a great investment for them. And, um, I'm going to help you put together a business plan. And I was, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds great. Are you sure? Like your parents don't know me. Like, uh, I mean, I met them in passing, but like, okay. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Yeah. For you know? someone you don't know, that's right. And, um, that was the first time I put together since I started working for myself at that point, I got a timeline going for you. It's about, <laughs> about two, two years that I, um, started working for, I was a, a year at blue lion and a year in amen at this point. And, um, so I'd been working for my, so I had all everything that I've made, right. Um, I had how many clients I've done. I've had, you know, I had all that, all the thing, all the numbers that you need to put together for a business plan and I put all that together and I was like oh my gosh I freaking killed it (laughs) like you know what I mean like you just have that you go 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 all the time and you don't take time to be like holy shit I did this you know what I mean you don't you don't take time to like reap the fruits of your own labor yeah I mean to like be able to sit and and um have appreciation for everything that you've been pouring out right so um so i i felt very proud when we gave that over to them and they came back and they're like shook my hand and said i hope you're ready to have a successful business wow i was like "Ah, oh my happening (laughs) (laughs) and then from there um you know um i'm very thankful for the for the wooters for sure um they were able to um believe in me sometimes when i didn't want to believe in myself you know and um it was, it's awesome. It's been a great experience. How many, how many people do you have working for you? Um, I have, so there's myself. I'm still behind the chair very much. So, um, that's a transition I'm trying to get out of right now. I have five barbers and a receptionist. So there's seven of us total. I love the passion. 
Yeah, no, definitely. You can yeah. see it and you feel it. I like it. Feel the vibes. That's you. why you're successful. And that's why someone took a chance on you. And, uh, what, a, you know, what a blessing too. you know, for y'all to meet and, uh, and work together and you're not going to let them down. I mean, I, I think honestly, if I, if I didn't believe in my dream so much that it wouldn't have happened. Does that make right. sense? Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's the first step in well, anything. You mentioned talking it and, and, and you almost talking it to fruition. Right. Oh, that's like the one, if you read all the, I don't know if you're into motivational books. Here we go. Here we go. This is why I thought y'all would click because yeah. she, she sounds totally just like you. Thing. And it didn't come naturally for me. Um, you know, my, my dad always said like the wise things, like he's a very wise person because he's lived through life. Right. Mm -hmm. He always said the wise things, but it didn't, it didn't click until I, I think I was mentioning this to you earlier. There has to be something that happens in your life that has to shake you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that something happened that transitioned me into amen. Just yeah. this motivational person or, or what, what, I guess, what do you look back at now to keep you going? Cause there's gotta be like, for me, I need to be like jolted again. Like, okay, what am I doing? Why do I need to be on this track? What's important? So what is that for you? That's a really good question. Um, I became a mom at 19. Yeah. Um, I had kidney failure when I was pregnant with her mm. and I continued to work anyways. And, um, because it's, it, it made me happy. Right. And now I have my daughter and she makes me happy. And um, it, it's all those little things um, that kind of keeps you going, yeah. right? And, um, but at the same time, when you are working for those things, when you're working for everything that makes you happy, you're working for those things. You're not working for here. Right. So I work those crazy hours that was 8 a.m to 10 p.m without taking breaks without you know and um i was having seizures at the time unexplained no reason anything like that until recently i found out why and um so when and but i kept going to work like it it just work never stopped that was like your it, happy place that was my, Jeez Louise, I'm going to get this right, huh? <laughs> um, it is totally my happy place. And um, so that that's that's what keeps me going is my happy place. So I'm very attached. It, it, I don't know if it's healthy or not, but it feels good. Um, I'm very attached to anything that makes me feel that way, right? Yeah. So um, every morning when I was I – was, I was at a point where I didn't want to get up anymore, you know? And um, when you don't want to get up for the thing that you love most, something's wrong. Mm. <laughs> so I would put on those motivational things and just listen to them while I get ready in the morning. Like I, I, I uh, makeup is a hobby of mine. So I would just put on my face for two hours and listen to whatever motivational crap I could pull up on YouTube, <laughs> you know? And until I had that moment that it's like, oh, click light bulb, you know? And, um, everything that they started saying started making sense. And uh, have you ever heard of the law of attraction since you're into this stuff? Oh, yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of the law of attraction. Definitely. Um, so I uh, I read the book, The Secret. Mm, I haven't heard of that. Oh, man. I've heard of it. It has I like the stamp it. on it, The Secret. Yeah. yeah it's so read. now it's on Netflix, right? So for people who don't have the time yeah. to read, if you have an hour and a half to watch something, do it. Because it... it 
that's the, that was my light bulb moment when I was like, so your thoughts create your emotions, your emotions create your emotions. What? <laughs> Did I just crack life? Like, <laughs> I thought uh, you're, you're very self-aware. Um, I believe like it does so not come naturally. It's coming off that way though. Like you, you, uh, the way you talk, you're, you, you're analyzing constantly and you yeah. know why you do things and you explain why you do things and your thought processes and you're doing something because that's what I was going to so, ask next, but it seems like so you're the, yeah. the seizure thing. They told me it was stress. That's, yeah. that's the fallback on so seizures. They're like, Oh, you're just stressed out. I'm like, who's not stressed out. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, why isn't everyone else doing this? Like I, I can't, I'm not allowed to drive. Like this isn't cool. You know, like just because I'm stressed, I'm telling you I'm not stressed yeah. <laughs> Like when you're totally stressed out. But, um, so I got control of my thoughts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's the first thing. Like you don't know how toxic you are to yourself. Oh yeah. Like super toxic. So, um, digesting all those things and, and working through them and healing from attachments and, you know, we're we're definitely on the same on the same playing field um i don't know if this is why you brought me on oh here, i'm but. glad my, <laughs> we're getting into yeah pick up the mic again I'm i want your voice i'm glad mike, mike decided to bring you on um what when you when you're talking about the self-talk um you that's what was leading toward your caesars you had negative self-talk and it just kind of so i have a pituitary tumor i found out two weeks before lockdown and um they think it's on a nerve um but i being self-employed i don't have health insurance and if anything's gonna slow me down i'm gonna avoid it at all costs so um that's what they think that pertain to it but because it is in the pituitary it's not cancer so let's just clear the air right now like i'm i'm fine i'm fine you worried here (laughs) no 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 no. uh i probably should lead with that um uh it's not it's not it's it's just something. It's something that comes up that you just kind of have to deal with. So um, they they said that uh, it control. It's the pituitary gland controls all your hormones in your body. Yeah. So your hormones can like, I don't. You're married, yes. Yeah. Women. Yeah. Are, women have. Thank you. you Say know, it. Say it. Women are what? <laughs> so I she, she knows about, where I work now. I thought she was about to say women are crazy. Uh, women are crazy. Oh yes. But you know, say but I I feel like. Any anybody with with hormone issues is just going to have a hard time, right? Yeah. So, um, I I was just all over the place uh, mentally. You know, you say I overanalyze. I have severe anxiety because I over and analyze everything. So, um, and you know, if you try to explain that to my parents, who are older generation anxiety you're too young for anxiety you know and it's like oh well my brain never shuts the hell up so this is real life for me do you have a hard time sleeping at night or staying asleep at night um so i go to bed about like 11 30 and wake up at 4 30 right now um you need to sleep girl i feel more (laughs) rested getting small sleep than long sleep if i stay in bed too long i stay in my thoughts too long yeah you know what i mean so um I like if I stay in bed more than 10 minutes after I wake up, my mind's already gone. Like it's gone. It's shut down for the, like, I'm not going to be in high vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I feel the same way. Whenever my alarm goes off, I have to get up because I, I I'm not going to go back to sleep because 
I had uh, I suffered from anxiety a couple of years ago too, and Mike Mike and our my running friends helped me kind of kind of beat it through diet and exercise. But it, what you're talking about is resonating with me because the overanalyzing and and kind of negative self talk uh, yeah absolutely definitely is detrimental to, to, to the mind it is internally um sure. did you get into health and fitness through kind of finding fitness? yeah <laughs> i've seen some fitness on on your page from what how many years ago i don't know <laughs> i saw some fitness uh, that's a great uh stress reliever though yeah. running it, or i'd imagine you, you dabble third degree that. black belt fun fact really no you're yeah. not yes well, i you am can. you can't just be throwing that stuff out there i am um but third that was, degree that was, that was high school Oh, wow. That was high school. Holy yeah. cow. You wait in what martial Taekwondo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy cow. That's impressive being third degree back. I probably throw my hip out now, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could definitely lay someone out still. So for the, for the love of Cobra Kai. Yeah. We haven't mentioned <laughs> for on any this, of those women know. that come for me for saying they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to try you now. They're going to go to the shop and be like, all right, all right. let's see what you got. They're going to be know? all suited up already. Knuckle up. Belt. Knuckle I feel up. like it's also our superpower too. So you know that's a that's a cool thing to know i didn't know that i didn't know that yeah. either yeah, you should start with that lead with that put that <laughs> on your business that. card <laughs> badass I'm, right. I'm really if you if you got into the motivational um speeches i'm surprised did you did you change up your diet at all or anything or now recently yeah. yes okay. very recent very recent um so i um, when I was having seizures, they prescribed me all sorts of crap. Oh yeah. And during hurricane Harvey, I was actually visiting my parents already in New Mexico. They, they retired in New Mexico and I didn't have any access to my medication and I ran out and I hit rock bottom for sure. Like mentally. And, um, I never want to go back to that again. Yeah. So I'm very holistic. I, I'm all about CBD, like yeah, all about CBD. Um, and then uh, I'm very all about meditating, meditating. I, I truly believe saved my life at one point in my life. So um, so meditation, um, drinking water, uh, you know, just little things that you can do that you don't have to overly commit to. Like I'm not going to change my diet overnight, right? Exactly. Um, but I am a lot more food conscious. I'm, I'm researching where I'm buying my stuff from, like, where does it come from? Does it have hormones in it? Is it grass fed? Is it, you know, or, or however, you know, what, what is in this thing? Because, uh, I, all the research I did about, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, all the research that I did for me personally, that I just kind of had an aha moment. And it's like, God, they're mass producing food at such a high scale that they're having to put all these things into it to, to provide for us. Right. So, these things don't always agree with your chemistry and because of that we have side effects right we have like overly large love handles and you know (laughs) whatever um so i'm just trying to be more health conscious about the things i'm putting in my body and then i walk every day and and that's that's very new as of recent um something that i'm just trying to do because i uh, don't want to be put on back on medication for this whole tumor thing i am going to get it removed um, and it's like a three-day recovery. So. Wow. 
that you're on the right track, walking, diet. I, I, I got into some anxiety too. I called John. I was like, I'm, I, I think I called him when I was having an anxiety attack <laughs> and I was freaking out. And I, it I needs wanted to be normalized. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wanted to talk to someone that also had it, but I also was aware of the things I was doing during the time. So, and I know they were bad. So like if I drink too much caffeine, I'll get worked up. Um, so if I eat too much like processed foods and if I stop running a lot too, um, running really keeps aware. me in check. Running, we've discussed on the podcast before, gets you in that meditative state when you run. I've heard that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I so. wouldn't even run if the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was chasing that. Come on now. Come on now. No. <laughs> that walking, I bet you're going to turn into running. I, so I'm a naturally fast walker. Like I'm always like, because I'm, you're you on know, your feet all yes, day. I'm on my feet all day. Yeah, yeah, so. That's true. Like my friends or my family that would be around me, they're like, why the hell are you walking so fast? Um, a speed walker. Yeah. So it, it's going to transcend. I'm going to be if, that old lady in the mall. If, just you, if, you, if you keep doing it, that's how our buddy um, James, he's a keto guru. Mm -hmm. He came on the podcast and he started walking and we, he's always the type where you've got to kind of lead him into the next thing. So he was he'd be like, Hey, you should start running. He's like, I'm not going to run. I'm not going to do it. And then he, now he's running 13 miles on the weekend. Right. And then it's, a, then we started talking, Hey, you should start lifting a little bit and it, it'll grow your legs. It'll grow your upper body. And he's like, I'm not going to lift. I have no interest in lifting. He's lifting now. now he's lifting two <laughs> days a week, two or three days a more, week. More like he's doing the stuff more than us now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's our motivation wow. now. Y'all yeah. are pretty fit. Thank I'm sucking. I've been sucking in this yeah. whole time. That's why I can only talk for that's so long. That's why I wear flowy things. <laughs> I like your shirt. I was looking. Uh, that's a man. You already got the the I shop wish, shirts. You, oh. you probably wish you had one like it, right? Yeah, I hope definitely. that's what's in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a cool shirt. That really is. I like it. Thanks. Uh, Market design team designed our logo. So the, is that uh, one of your partners? Is no, that, no. They're just awesome people yeah. with, that have a passion for building businesses. And have a passion for um, just doing everything that they can to support a business. So websites, social media, logos, they do it all. Yeah. I almost feel like nowadays social media is more powerful than a website. Dude. I, right? did, I was going to mention okay. that. You said social media is powerful in so many ways. Yeah. Mental health, for one. Oh, you for gotta sure. you got to be careful. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So uh, it's very nice having them so I can stay off of it a little bit more. You know what I mean? Because uh, I don't, I'm behind my chair all the time and I don't have time to, you know, do all that. But um, social media, as far as businesses go, thriving like yeah. word of mouth is social media yep it just is um i was listening to i don't know what podcast i was listening to the other day when they said that texting is actually the number one form of communication now it has to be People yeah for sure. text more than they talk isn't that scary sometimes um, texts get interpreted all sorts of ways like that's yes. not real communication yes. that can break someone up real quick yeah. <laughs> You know, there, there's a lot of uh, misunderstandings, though, that can that can happen through text, almost like, you know, sending uh, emails. Um, so it's it's kind of dangerous at times, even just, you know, text to Mike. I'm like, well, what? Hope he catches that right. You know, we have to like, he, yeah. call each other sometimes. Like, <laughs> you know, I still love you. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm I, sorry I didn't put an exclamation point. I know. <laughs> oh, emojis are important now. So because it's emojis so, are important. It's so much. <laughs> I feel so, obnoxious, but they're important. Yeah. Okay, we, yeah. So we we see we send emails all day at work, and I find myself having a need to put a smiley face because. <laughs> 
but it's not it's not professional but like you said we text so much now that we have to put something that defines an emotion in there so you you get the point or you exactly. understand where you're coming from or winky like yeah. they're very silly things but i mean it it takes away that miss that confusion that yeah. could happen mm-hmm. yeah it so. totally does emojis are cool so your <laughs> so your team manages your social media for you so you you don't have to worry as much about it yeah um so um they have someone um on their team that just handles our social media her name is carla she's great and um i'm learning she's learning us right so um but yeah they just they post what all the platforms are you on um facebook and instagram and google pages google pages i think pages i think it just she just manages our google account like our reviews and stuff like that um are y'all going to dabble in TikTok or Snapchat or any of that? I would love to. I think y'all like doing barber videos, like dancing I would, on yeah. TikTok. Yes. That, oh my gosh, that would kill it. I would it. love to. A couple of our barbers are great at having that um, it, that intuition like, oh, let me, uh, that doesn't, Yeah. you know, I'm like, next person. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that doesn't register in my, but it, it's like a full-time job. Yeah. So it's good that someone else is doing it. Me and Mike were we're trying to use social media yeah. to get our our podcast out, and that's a full time job in itself. Just trying to post to the different platforms. It's kind of ironic how non integrated it is. Like trying to, like it's cool that it, that Instagram and Facebook are are kind of one. Yes, but it's not it's not real cohesive. Like you can't really take the you content. Can't, you and, or, can't post on Facebook and tag it to Instagram. You have to post on Instagram <laughs> for it to go on Facebook. Yeah, but you can't put a link in Instagram. You oh. can't put a link. Uh, you put the link and it's not, not a, it's not actually a I hyperlink. I, I'm not that, you know, I haven't tried Don't that do yet. it. Okay. <laughs> Don't do Just it. Stay Noted. When we post team. this podcast, it's a process uh, because we still post on our personal because we don't have enough followers yet to really get it out. But it's it's we hate it we're like all right send me this send me this picture it's like it's y'all should come to the shop and there's a whole community that comes in there and just talk about y'all's podcast <laughs> talk, hey. talk yeah. shop talk you, yeah shop you know talk. how many local businesses like um just people come through the shop for sure like anyways if only we knew someone that could Barbara, talk about it yeah. Well, barbershops are every great day. for connections. <laughs> I like that. Barbershops are great for connections. Yeah, a lot of come in. That's like good networking because you got a lot of time. Absolutely. It's like thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, whatever it is. And even even for like our small businesses and stuff that, you know, I say ours, Brazoria County, because I am part of Brazoria County now, County Seat Barbers, right? So having having a flow of people that come in we have all walks of life that come in there we have a lot of judges that come in we have a lot of lawyers that come in we have a lot of um bartenders that come in like it's just from all walks of life right we have a lot of plant workers all of that but we also have a lot of small businesses that people don't know about so um have y'all ever did y'all travel when y'all were kids no, no, a no. little bit. A little you travel bit. now as adults. Yeah. Okay, great. So when you go, <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I'm not and going to. I'm going to talk to you now. Uh, so um, turn my mic off. <laughs> <laughs> Just and um, so when you go into these small restaurants, do you ever remember walking in and just seeing like pamphlets for everything? Mm-hmm. Like this is what our town has to offer. Yep. Yeah. Um, so when you walk into our barbershop, there's a front room. Uh, that's what I in- I intended that room to be. 
is to be have all the things that that have um what Brazoria County has to offer whether it's like someone's putting on a concert or um someone's opening this business or someone's having doing carpet cleaning or you know it could be anything and um just to be able to provide for that but that involves people touching things a lot mm. and because of covid that never happened and it makes me sad a little bit so i'm putting this in your podcast if you have a local business and you would like to drop off any um literature you are more than welcome to and we will advertise for you for free that's okay. awesome that's Aww. that's so great like local businesses helping especially you know in and after the pandemic uh small businesses local businesses need to help prop each other up that's kind of why me and mike started doing this we wanted to help uh share the messages of small businesses because these corporate organizations they, they that were deemed essential um were were they got the blessing to stay open but like shops like you who arguably could be classified as essential because without shops like you you're you make people feel and look good right if you look good and you feel good when people, oh, there we go. <laughs> so I was, uh, he, he he brought himself back okay yeah. all right now i'm back you may turn, turn mic off okay turn it up a there little higher than mics okay <laughs> uh. so um yeah definitely so it and having that um we're all in this together whether you own a business or not yeah. Like, right, we're all in this together. So having having those connections and, and um, being able to to come together and, and do those things, right? But to mark yourself essential, you're essential to yourself, right? When I would read those, those things on the forums, like, we're essential because we make people feel better about themselves and mental health and all of that. And it's like, yes, yes. But the government does not care about that. You know what I mean? Like, they're just trying to keep all the germs away. Like, no more cooties. They basically don't want any cooties. Right. So, um, uh, I feel like everyone's essential because it's important to you. Exactly. If that makes sense. Oh, 100%. So, um, whatever if someone has that is important to them. And if they want it advertised, I would love to showcase it. So That's awesome. Another thing you were doing is... Um, what was it helping out of uh, first uh first responders i yeah. saw that you posted recently um what were you doing <laughs> oh just uh what we did last weekend or, yeah yeah well you were posting pictures i think you're giving haircuts to the first responders or yeah so um so actually in our shop for um local police officers and local firefighters they get a free haircut every month um so it's just a way of saying thank you for taking care of us you know what i mean um so anyone who works for angleton they come to our shop when I have my next location, whoever, you know, you see, speaking that into existence. Ooh, uh, love it. I love it. So whenever I have my next shop, those local officers and those local firemen will also get free haircuts. So we do do that already. Um, but Val 22, have you guys heard of Val 22? I haven't. Uh -uh. Oh, no. Man. Um, so I, I came across them um, through having them as clients, the people who run the organization. And... Um, I'm very big on mental health and they kind of came in my life at that time. And, um, it's funny how the, the universe shows up for you in those ways. Right. Mm -hmm. So he came in and, um, he is a huge advocate for, or this, this organization is a huge advocate to, um, suicide prevention for veterans, for uh, veterans who struggle with PTSD. And it's a nonprofit organization and they provide counseling and services for 
veterans and their families that uh, are struggling with PTSD and it, it forms almost like a brotherhood um, a, a support group and um, I asked how I could be involved and they are like you know could you do haircuts maybe at the at the hike they do a hike every every year it's like a three or four mile hike and um it's just through through Lake Jackson and um so they have a bunch of vendors that come out just anyone who who wants to be part of the cause right and um everyone's there for the same reason and it just feels good to be a part of it but we give out free haircuts for them and we just we have a rule it's free it's on the house as long as you tell us a good story i don't care if it (laughs) i don't care what it's about it just has to be good it has to be something that i can take with me so that's great where's the so you mentioned the next location where in your mind where's the next dream location for you (sighs) speak it in Brazoria County. <laughs> <laughs> like the wing. Right next right next to the one chair. Yeah. <laughs> in Brazoria County. Um yep. I, I would be appreciative for anywhere. Yep. Um you know I I I think that the pandemic for us was a huge blessing because when we opened back up every damn person needed a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and that was our opportunity. We had only been open for 4 months before we had to shut down for 2 months, you know. And so we were shut down half the time that we were open and it was just me, myself, or me myself and I. <laughs> <laughs> it was myself, um Morgan and Miranda and they're they're barbers as well. Miranda had just only been with us for maybe a month and a half, almost, almost two months. And, um, so it's just us three and, um, we shut down and then we came back and I came back and had to hire three more people. Wow. Like the first week wow. I had to hire three more, I had to hire a receptionist and I had to hire two more barbers. And now, um, there's seven of us total. So we went from three of us to seven of us within maybe so not you know not including the two the two months that we were closed right because we were not operating at all um so we went from that maybe within like two months after opening we went from three people to seven people wow that's quite a bit of employees and we're busy every day every day did you already know how to do like the the books and all that do you do do all payroll Ruth, ruth my investor okay she she is um, from Venezuela. Okay. And she has no filter. She's amazing. <laughs> she has no filter. It was scary at first because um, she has no filter. <laughs> so it was it was scary at first, and we we bumped heads a lot because this is my baby, you know, and yeah. she's never worked in this industry, and she's like, but this is my money, and I'm like, but this is my baby, and you know, all That's of tough. that. Yes, it was very tough. But at the same time, we have a mound of respect for each other, and. Um, so she, I, I was able to prove to her work ethic and all that, you know, and, and she does our numbers. So she does, she's the numbers and I'm, I do operations and I, there's no way in hell I would be able to <laughs> juggle both because I, I am super busy behind the chair still. And I'm busy being involved in the business and all of that and running around like a chicken with my head cut off. So um, she's able to manage all of that for us. And without her, there's no way and chance that I would have been able to juggle both personally for me. You know, everyone is different, but I, I can't sit at a computer. And this is high tech for me right now. Like, <laughs> it um, is for us. Yeah, especially right? for us. Now, if you ever want to talk about clippers or shears or anything like that, I'm game. But when it comes to numbers and stuff, I'm very fortunate for Ruth, for sure. Just not my thing. 
do you see yourself in the future managing these things, these shops and stop, you know, stop cutting hair? You know, I, so you brought up numbers, right? I am at a point now where I want to understand that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, it's important that I understand and it's important that I, um, it's like playing chess, right? Yeah. Um, what I'm doing right now, being behind my chair, I am, it's not producing it's not bringing anything to the table anymore. I can come back from behind my chair and um, be a lot more beneficial to my team, being more hands-on with my team, being more hands-on with the clients that come in. You know, and I don't have that time if I'm chained to my chair. Mm-hmm. So um, clients do not like that. <laughs> Men yeah. are married to their barbers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to want to lose are, you. There's a client that jokes with me. I'm not going to mention names, but he tells his wife too. He's like, I will cheat on my wife before I cheat on you. Oh my, <laughs> like, oh don't put me in this oh awkward position. <laughs> I can uh, imagine. You know, he's, he's a goofball. He should honestly be a comedian because he's just so funny. He, <laughs> he means nothing by it. But, you know, but that men are very committed to, they're consistent. That's why I chose to do men's hair and not women's hair. Like it's, it's one of those things that, you become comfortable with someone so when you get a haircut you get it for all the events in your life all of them and you be you you get to know these people that are in your chair you get to know the person that's behind you cutting your hair um you show up for weddings for when your baby's born when um funerals unfortunately um giving myself goosebumps you're um job interviews, uh, I anything and everything, just because I'm having a bad day and I just, I want to feel better about myself. Uh, and being able to be there for people, I'm going to miss it. And that's what keeps me in my chair because I have such strong connections with people. These people are family. I don't have any family around here. And um, I'm blessed to go into work every day and be surrounded by people who feel like family. And so that's really hard to disconnect and to tell people no. Um, so I will always cut hair. I mean, I, I just, it's going to happen. But because I have such big dreams, it's going to take time for me to invest into that. And there's not enough time in the day between being a mom and being a barber and being a business owner. I'm going to have to share myself equally. And right now I need to be a business owner and a mom. So you're balancing it really well though. I think you're going to, it's going to take time. Thank you. Cause it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I mean, think I'll ever will. No. I don't. You know, when you say, you know, you're so successful, I cringe when people say, Oh, you're so successful. Cause do y'all ever get, I mean, that's why you're success- so successful. Cause you can't hear it. Like you're, right. you're never going to be good enough for yourself. And that's right. what makes people successful. Exactly. So you, you have the right mindset. <laughs> right. But when, when you get told that it's, it's almost hard to accept it. And then, but you get that moment where you take a step back. It's like, damn, I did this. Yeah. This is awesome. I, I think for, for business owners, there's probably more, uh, you obviously have a lot of more teeth. Mike and I, we work for somebody else. So there's not that feeling. Maybe when I first started working where I'm working, there was a feeling of when they said, Hey, you, you know, you got your performance review and Hey, you did a good job. And this is, and then I was like, yeah, I did a good job. Of course I did a good job. Like I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, but now it's not, I don't, I don't feel that feeling of, uh, 
hey, I did this. It's not for me. It's for somebody else. But for what you. What would it take? I, we need to do our own thing, our own business. This gives us that feeling, I think, is that we're missing. Listener? I hope so. <laughs> I hope he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike's we, like, like oh, we, please don't. <laughs> we get that feeling uh, from this. We don't plan on profiting off this. This is like a just a passion project. But When you pour enough passion in something, it pours back into you. <sighs> That's what people say. I People say you got to find your passion and then the... the the money will come after your passion. It's is. not necessarily money. I will say that right now. Yeah. This is rewarding for us. Right. And we, we put ourselves into it. We make little upgrades. We put money into it. We enjoy talking to people. Uh, we right. like money. Uh, money comes, right? But I think what we really benefit from is is the things that you can't put a price tag on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, those things. You pour your passion. Passion pours back into yeah. you. It's things that you can't you can't pay for passion, right? Oh. I can't hire someone and teach them passion. No. They have to naturally have that. On my whole team, that's what I that's what they have. Yeah. They have drive. They have passion. I can't teach you that. I can teach you how to cut hair all day long, but I can't teach you God's natural gift, right? So y'all are obviously passionate about this, or you wouldn't have invested this pretty sweet <laughs> setup that you have, right? Yeah. I mean, the back from the backdrops to the to the sound barriers or those those things. The sound hey, look at her. Oh, she's good. Look at her. I'm learning. She has her own podcast set up yeah. already. <laughs> I wish it would be a freaking sweet. Obviously, I have a good voice for it. Yeah. So, um, but you know, y'all invested all of this. You wouldn't have invested in this if you didn't believe in yourself a little bit, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you good question. <laughs> we'll get back to you. <laughs> but you just run with that belief. Yeah. That belief. Like that's the first step in success is believing that it's a possible. Right. Seeing it, visioning it, sitting with it, and and then you align yourself. So you you have this is success, right? So when so when you have <laughs> that does look like success. Yes, Just princess. Like. Um. So this is success, and you're over here, and you have this um fire burning inside of you but you are stuck as long as whatever you are doing is lining with what you want it'll come to you but it's not going to come to you as long as you believe in it because your thoughts create your emotions your emotions be create your emotions right? right so when your your thoughts when you believe you can do something that's going to create your emotion. Your emotion creates your daily habits. Your daily habits are all of your emotion, how you naturally do things, waking up, getting out of bed the first five minutes, you know, making your bed in the morning, having that discipline. When you believe in something, your body just comes aligned with that higher vibration. And whatever that higher vibration is, is that thing that you want, and it's going to draw it closer to you. So, what y'all have going on, go for it. Definitely. Life is way too short. So my dad, again, going back to my dad, he taught me, make sure whatever you do in life is what you love to do or make sure what you are doing supports what you love. Life is too short for anything yeah. else. That's so. inspiration. I'm taking like all these notes here. Like you, hey, man, you and I are on the same wavelength. Yeah, you I don't have know my social. Mike is, but you need you to. Have my social media, hit me up anytime. You need to go talk to people because yeah. you're your success people, story. I talk to people every day in my chair. I, this is what I talk about. Seminars. Get big people in there and talk about your story, man. So, 
my favorite question to ask in the shop. Uh-oh. I don't have basic conversations in my chair. I do, but I don't at the same time. I'm, I tr- like to get people's mind thinking. So I'm going to ask you all the, my favorite question, if that's okay. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Out of all the Whew. years of experience, y'all are on, y'all are in the hot seat now. Yeah. Okay. Out of all your years of experience that you've had so far, what is your most valuable piece of advice that you would give to somebody? You want to go first? Or you want? I, I want to hear what you have to say. It sounds a little cheesy, but um, I think the most valuable piece of advice would be something that my my dad would always have, have said to me. And I, to, to sum it up is don't do anything half-ass. If you do something that's half-ass and you have to go back to redo it, you lost all respect for whoever had respect for you for then is not going to have respect for you. And they're always going to remember the bad, no matter how much good you do, they're always going to remember, Hey, well, this guy, he's kind of a has half ass or he didn't really finish this. So that's what I try to tell my kids. If like even feeding the dog, do it good. Don't, don't fill up the cup and spill food all over the garage do it really get it perfect as you can yeah yeah um do you you know that will smith quote one brick at a time yeah to build a wall yeah yeah that's kind of what i that's kind of how i infer it into my kids like you're not going to build this wall in a day it's you're going to set the brick as perfectly as you can set it and then tomorrow you're going to come back and you're going to do the same thing i love that um that's that's kind of that's probably mine is do the, even the small things, do them as best as you can. I, I'm going to add on to that kind of something similar to my dad, what my dad said. He said, every morning when you get up, you put your feet up under you and you just go out there and live up to your own expectations and not necessarily the expectations that someone else has for you, but you live up to your own expectations and you just do your best, whatever yeah. that looks like. You just do your best. You put your feet up under you and you just do your best every day. And I think that that too is really good too, because everyone, at least all the people we talk to, we try to surround. Another reason why Mike and I are doing this, we want to surround ourselves with successful people. We want to be, you, we want to. are like the, like the people you surround yourself with. Exactly. We want to vibe. We want to get your vibes and somehow rub it off on us. And then Mike and I go start off a business some, or do something. <laughs> I don't know, but we want to. <laughs> we want to podcasts are the new thing. I know. <laughs> we we want to be around people like yourself. That way, it just bleeds onto us. Yeah. Um. I don't know where the hell I was going with that. Well, but you I can mean, come that's... to the county seat barbers. There are a lot of people in there like that. Coming. But just come hang out. We definitely. give out free whiskey. Yeah, oh, we didn't. Man, we didn't even talk about Ooh. what makes your shop different. Wait, well, hold on. Before that, let's listen. I want to hear. Your... I don't have an answer. I, he uh, no, answer. no, my answer is basically the same thing. It, it aligns with integrity, and then you know, doing your best. I'm I'm super OCD about everything I do, and I want my action to lead to the next action, and and to lead up to a goal. All this stuff's the same stuff, even yeah. with running. Like you're talking about setting the brick. Like yeah. every you can't think about the end. You have to think about the now. If you think about the end, that's what brings anxiety and all the stuff we worry about. Um, or you're not going to do a, you're not going to do the best thing you, you set can. your intention in the end, right? But yeah. you, you focus on you focus, yeah, because that's what counts. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. you influence other people. I'm, I'm big about influence other people too. Like with, I want to lead by example. 
I want to, I want, you know, you know what I mean? No, exactly. Yeah. I want, I want to be able, I want to set a good example for everybody around me. So I like to be positive around everybody. I like to be motivational. I like to compliment people, um, and, and make them feel better. I'm more focused on the people around me and making them feel good. And I'm, I don't know. That's 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 how I'm living life right now. <laughs> Love yeah, it. That's awesome. All right, back to your I, shop. Uh, or no, no, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. I was just gonna say I I just like asking that question because it gets people thinking, um, and it and it gets them out of their normal habits up yeah. here, right? Yeah. And um, they when they give me an answer, they're not giving it to me. They're giving it to themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? People don't project onto other people about that person. They project on other people because of what they're feeling on the inside so i just do it in a positive way like hey like um this morning uh friday mornings get breakfast for everybody and um we started a new thing today that um what is something that you're thankful for this week i don't care if it's because you like your outfit this week or if it's you know something much bigger than that um but then also follow it up with a goal like what is your goal for next week you know, is, is it going to be, um, personal or business or I don't, I don't care what it is. You're welcome to share it with all of us. And they always do. They always want to share because we are so close to each other and we understand each other. But, um, you know, just having that create, creating positive habits in your head should be normalized. Yeah. You know, it just should. Definitely. Uh, I think, you know, we, we get too programmed into the negative because like you said, you know, it, you have to, the negative people are always going to remember the negative, even for ourselves. We're always going to remember the negative, right? We're never going to remember, Oh, but I did this right. But you know, I didn't, I, I, I cut, I, you know, I nicked somebody. It's like, but the haircut was (laughs) (laughs) lost his eye. He lost his eye. Dang it. But (laughs) But that hair looks fresh as hell. No, it's just a dumb analogy. But um, so anyways, about the shop, uh, what makes us different? You know, everybody can serve liquor. We give it away for free. So um, that doesn't really set us apart because anybody can do that. But that's different. It's kind of like the salon thing where they they get, you know, Bellinis or uh, mimosas. You have like, uh, yeah, whiskey. And I, what else do you have? I don't want to misspeak. <laughs> no, uh, we, we, uh, I don't really drink a whole lot of liquor. I'm a beer person. Um, so um, we get a lot of stuff donated, actually. Like, I'm so grateful for the people who come in the shop. Like, I have, when I talk about, you know, yeah, money's going to come, but other things come, people show up, right? So it's, it's just cool. I'm learning new things, but we may mostly carry, like, Woodford Reserve and, um, like 1792 and like different kind of bourbons and, uh, 1835 and those kind of things. Um, so we have that, we have water sodas we have, uh, for kids, uh, wine, wine, we have, we, have, we uh, so the month of May, we're going to do mimosas for moms since it's mother's day month. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we'll have mimosas for moms, but, um, uh, moms come in and drink beer while their kids get in a haircut. It's kind of cool. Like, That's great. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, so uh, for kids, we have ice cream. We have bluebell ice cream, like in those little cups. Yep. And I don't. I, can you see my hands down here? I'm oh like, yeah. Okay. Maybe. So <laughs> whatever. I'm very expressive. Um, so 
we have ice cream for them. We have cookies for them. Shelby is one of our other barbers. She loves to bake, so she's always bringing cookies up to the shop. And then we have candy as well. So um, we we try to make it just about whoever's in the shop. It's about you. You know what I mean? That that's what sets us apart. Is when you come in, it it's who we are as people. We are a bunch of smart asses. So joking is apparently. Um, welcomed is what someone just wrote out on a review <laughs> he called us a smart ass in our review <laughs> is that a good thing Did yeah he, okay. no he said um he I, i'm gonna quote it because i'm i love reviews and i love reading them he said i've been to a lot of barbershops in the united states and um i'm so glad to have this one in in my town and the ladies are so friendly and they are they have that smart ass quality that you're looking for in a barber. Love so it. jokes are welcomed. Love it. <laughs> and we do. We we just crack jokes. It's just a warm welcoming. You are family when you walk in. You get treated. I don't care if you're a judge or if you bust tables. You're going to get treated the same. And um, I think that's what kind of offers that. That makes us so different is that we care about you. Like you're 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 one of us now welcome we're a bunch of fucking weirdos excuse my language but um you know we're, we're just we're here to make you feel better but also you're just you're in it for the long haul with us now so and, and it's whatever we can do to make you feel comfortable we always make sure you never go thirsty you're gonna get asked if you want to drink about four times um you're going to um walk away just feeling refreshed feeling rejuvenized with a good conversation with um hopefully a hot towel and a shave because that's our favorite thing to do is just to slow down and like the traditional barber you know what i mean like the things that barbers don't do all the time because we barbering is becoming popular again thank goodness because i've been doing this for 15 years and as a female barber i got my barber's license when i was 16 Hmm. being a female barber dude (laughs) We didn't even like, talk about that. Uh, I guess that's... Yeah. Well, hello. If you stuck around this long, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, because so I ramble and people are like female. this. Female. Barbara. Okay. Yeah, I ramble and I can get off topic. I sure do. I'm telling you, I'm all over the place. There's no timeline for me. That's okay? good. We love uh, it. So, yeah, no, I became a barber when I was 16. I, I'm very fortunate to know what I wanted to do at a very young age. I think uh, a lot of people put too much pressure on themselves. Like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life. It's like, just do. Just do it. Do you. Yeah, do you, boo-boo. <laughs> That's why I always tell my 11-year-old. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I was a barber when I was 16. And um, being a female barber, that's why I went to Sport Clips, because I would walk into a barber shop and they're like, Hey, white girl. I'm like, oh shit, I am white girl. <laughs> I don't fit here. It's like, oh, I did not realize that. Do you do you plan on on selling or getting any products at all? Like like yeah. making your own products or anything? My own products. I would love to. Yeah. I would love to. Time. Time. Time will tell. Time. I'm I'm very picky um, about products and stuff like that, and I love the products that we have. Actually. We just got some products in last week. Um, we're not selling them now. I'm testing. I like to try things out for at least a month before I'm like, okay, I like this. Because um, I don't want to ever give somebody something that I just don't like. And um, so Barbara's that I'm kind of obsessed with and our inspiration 
they three of them came together and created their own barber brand so this product line is made by barbers and it's so mainstream that I go back and forth if I want to make my own product or if I want that's maybe in the future just not right now um because when when you have um someone who's already doing something and they're doing something well why not support them you know what I mean right so that's tough yeah <laughs> that's tough because you need you need some variety too though um but I understand what you're saying yeah three, three, right now three. it doesn't have to be right now yeah that's the thing that that's one of my anxieties is I feel like I have to do everything right now right now right yeah. now and it's like oh two years ago I was a totally different in a different situation and I thought I had to have it right then and it, now it's working out and it feels like it was right now does that make sense yeah so yes a long answer to your question <laughs> yes I would love to make our own products one day I personally don't have the knowledge of chemistry and everything that goes into making products um, so that's going to take me down the path right now I'm really focused I build my team so fast that I didn't get to that just kind of like okay guys y'all are all great and fantastic here's a shitload of clients <laughs> <laughs> work it out <laughs> i want to spend more time with them and so i'm in i'm in that transition yeah. right yeah. now is where i want to spend time with them and build them up and and um you know ha have a really good foundation so that way when i step away from the shop they know exactly how to how to run it without me yeah. and then i can focus on yeah things like that so. well megan i i we appreciate you yeah, coming on the podcast man, thanks for listening to me ramble we no it was great <laughs> i think this is my favorite one so far be careful what you say on on the mic anyway he, his his brownie points are going right back up actually so. i just love this podcast <laughs> <laughs> he may get a free haircut on us. Uh, now we're cooking. you're working your way to a free uh, haircut but <laughs> there's not much to cut up there so that's okay we do head shapes too Okay. Dang, Dang, just got everything. it. He doesn't have a lot of beard hair either. I know. How? Nope. How? Do face shapes too? You know. It's I'm gonna need that. A facial. You need those. Always need a facial. Yep. <laughs> you know what's really funny is the guys who get head. I'm gonna end it with this. You know the guys who get head shaves uh. always ask for a shampoo. Is that weird? Is that a thing? No, it's a thing. It's not weird. I don't think it's weird. Why would you need a shampoo? A bald have head. Have you ever had somebody shampoo your own your head for you? No, that's, that's great. I haven't. Amazing. That's great. I uh, so I I cut my own hair. Mm -hmm. Um, that's probably why it's butchered. But I'm gonna go and check out your. Yeah, shop. we won't judge you. It's uh, fine. Maybe you have more hair than you think. You're just cutting, just it, wrong. cutting it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot to mention John's a barber too. Can yeah. I can I see what you got? Uh, let's see. Let's oh my god! Do it here. And do, yeah. it, do it like that. It's, oh, bro! You it's know, not. I, I thought you were gonna <laughs> show me a cul-de-sac. Oh, it's like is that what the, is that what it is like going around? He doesn't. Man? He doesn't have yeah. that hair. He just he just. I just crazy. can't style it with a damn. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're here to teach you. Well, so. I'm gonna check it out, Megan. So, yeah. how can people find you on social media? The County Seat Barbers. Um, I feel like it's a pretty unique name. So, if you just type that in, you're gonna find us immediately on Instagram, on Facebook um and twitter maybe and, and tiktok coming soon maybe i will get my girls on that there right, we go check it out you don't have to yeah. do it get someone else get someone yeah. else to do it i'm yeah. not i'm not a tech person i'm a in i'm an in real life person yeah. so well well thank you for coming yeah. on mike great pick yeah. she's awesome i had a good pick 
Huh? You were my pick. pick. Yeah, yeah. You were my I was pick. like, <laughs> pick. What picture did I miss out on? All right. Well, thank you, yeah, Megan. No it was you. awesome.